Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Good morning to everyone out there in podcast land. This is episode 271, 271 consecutive episodes of the Sean Light Podcast. This is Sean Light, and welcome to episode 271. Uh, Today's episode is going to be about talking. How apropos as the podcast, uh, this is what I do every single morning, and I just talk. But I want to be a little bit more specific, and I want to talk about what I want to talk about about talking uh, is that you got to talk to people. And I'm, I'm not sure where this popped up on my radar in the uh, in oh I think I saw I think I saw like one of my one of my clients posted something on Facebook uh, about having conversations, being able to communicate, being able to chat. But I want to take it a step further because one of the I think one of the one of the challenges of social media in our current in our current climate, especially as entrepreneurs, is that Social media has given us an excuse, an excuse that we can justify inside of our head to not talk to people. And I know that at some point in this podcast, one of the many episodes that we've already published, I have talked about this in in social media's role. But when we post on social media, when we put things out there, it allows us to, it allows us to avoid actually communicating directly with real humans. I find it so interesting that society is moving away from direct one-on-one communication. Uh, You know, I can order a pizza. I can order a pizza to my door and have it show up at my doorstep without literally speaking to nobody. Uh, even, Even right now during the coronavirus times where everybody's working from home like businesses are seeing the power of people being able to work remotely where maybe you don't have to speak to people and when we're looking at early stage businesses one of the challenges of becoming a successful business is getting out there and speaking to people and building relationships and learning uh, and communicating with others. Uh, I t- heard Tony Robbins say uh, many, many years ago that if you don't talk to your neighbor, your business will die. And it's really true. And it's it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be your neighbor, but you have to be able to communicate with people. You have to be able to communicate with your target market. You have to be able to learn their problems. You need to be able to you need to be able to communicate with your current clients. And you need to be willing to do this over and over and over again and then complete and repeat it for the remainder of your business. And what social media has allowed us to do is it has allowed us to feel productive to feel as though we are doing the things that are necessary to grow the business by posting and putting up hashtags and geotags and putting content, creating content around God knows what uh, in order to in order to grow the business. But it's really you're what you're hoping for is you're hoping for a flash in the pan where something manifests out of thin air. And me, quite frankly, myself, I'm not willing to I'm not willing to 
put my fate into, into the hands of chance or luck. Uh, one of the stories I was telling somebody the other day, and it, it really resonates on this point, was they were asking me, they were asking me, and I was having a conversation with somebody, and they were asking me why I never went back to the NBA or never, I stopped working in professional sports. And for those of you who know the story versus those of you who don't, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the rundown. Basically what happened was when my, I was hired by Mitch Kupchak, the general manager of the LA Lakers uh, in 2016. And midway through the year around all-star break, Mitch got let go by the Lakers and Magic Johnson brought his, uh, brought him and, and his staff and Rob Palenka and all these guys came in and, as it happens many times in professional sports, they wanted to bring their own staff, and some of the staff they wanted to bring in was the strength and conditioning staff. So, uh, myself and the the others alongside alongside of me were were let go. And after that, uh, I was I was I still wanted to work in the NBA and I wanted to find another job, but I was wary of putting myself in another position where that could happen because I spent so much time working and learning and trying to become great, a great strength and conditioning coach. And by all means, I, I believe that I had accomplished that. And when I got up there, uh, it was, it was so easy. It was a snap of a finger for them to, to wipe me out. And the interesting thing about professional sports is typically the jobs that are open are jobs with bad teams. And the, the, the teams that are, the teams that are good, they're not, they're not, they're not letting their team go. People aren't leaving because it's a good job and they don't want to leave. And so a lot of the calls that I was getting and the interviews that I was going on afterwards were with teams that were not very good. And when a team would call, I would look at their situation and be like, is this going to happen again? And then I would actually interviewed for a high major college basketball program, which I was really interested in. And I actually wanted to take the job. And a friend of mine who was a like prized alum at that school called me up when he heard that I was interviewing for the job and he told me to not take the job because at the end of the season, they were going to fire the coach and let everybody go. And that's exactly what happened. And so I, by the skin of my teeth, avoided another firing in two years. And when these things started happening, I started looking at the situations where I was interviewing and trying to get new jobs. I started realizing that it was going to be uh, more and more difficult for me to be the master and the ruler of my own destiny. I didn't, you know, I worked so hard to become really good and I wanted to be the person who, who, who dictates how successful my career will ultimately end up. And that's why, you know, that's how I ended up in the NBA in the first place. So I ultimately never ended up going back into professional sports for that reason. And now through the entrepreneurial world, the same theme is resonating. Like you can't just, you can't just uh, hope that things work out for your business. You have to actually go out and do those things. And talking to people is, is so important. If you don't talk to the customer, how will they ever know you exist? How will they ever know that your product is valuable? If you don't, if you don't go, uh, if you're not out there, like here's the next thing is that as you grow in your business, there's going to be a variety of things and problems and issues that are, that, that are going to arise. And they're common problems. It's problems that a lot of people run into. And what you should do is you should be going out searching for the people who have already uh, conquered those problems and trying to learn from them and learn how they overcame it. Uh, I'll tell you a little story. And, and the reason why this podcast is about this is I was scrolling through Twitter a couple nights ago and I randomly ran into somebody I randomly uh, stumbled upon a profile of a, a fellow Quinnipiac alumnus 
and he was communicating, he was interacting on, on social with our old strength coach, Coach B, from Quinnipiac, and I just happened to click on his profile, check him out, as we do with many profiles, and I saw that he was an entrepreneur, and I decided to just say, reach out to him and try to connect, and I literally just got off the phone with him, and out of just pure goodwill, I was not trying to... I was not trying to do anything other than to connect and, you know, getting on the phone. I was like, I don't know anything about this guy. Is this going to be like a five second phone call? And hearing his story and hearing what he has to do, I can't even believe the good fortune and the uh, serendipity that I was able to connect with him because so much of what he does uh, is exactly what I need. And so much of like the people that he knew and he was able to connect me to these other people uh, that are exactly like the things that I need to do to help grow my business. Uh, as as coincidental as it seems, I don't think it's coincidental at all because I'm always out there looking to find the people who have solved this pro- the problems that I'm currently dealing with, the who has solved those, and then how can, how can they help guide me? And I'm so thankful that I did. He was an awesome guy. And uh, you know, at the very least, if nothing pans out, like it's just a good, good person to know, a nice guy and a fellow Bobcat. And, uh, but like the, the, the moral of the story is that you just got to get out and talk to people in, in all capacities. Uh, they're the, the real thing that's going to drive your business to the next level. Isn't great social content. It is you interacting with people and, being being just a great human being that's that's the skill set that you're all if you're struggling in your business you have to at least start and look there because that's the foundation where all businesses all entrepreneurs all organizations are truly built on it's the it's the skill set the communication uh skills like all those things of the of the leader of the of the group so uh I hope that story resonated. I hope that you guys, uh, I hope that inspires somebody to reach out to a few people, even reach out to me, say what's up, and maybe I can help. Um, who knows, right? But we'll see. See how it goes. Hope you hope you liked it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so if you like <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow uh, for the next episode of the Sean Light Podcast. Guys, have a wonderful day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for listening to that episode of the Sean Light Podcast. I know that it can be really challenging to try to put the pieces together yourself in this crazy world of podcasting and social media and books and courses everywhere. It can be really hard to figure out where to, what to do with all of the information, where to put it, how to actually install it into your own business. And that is ultimately the reason why I created the 4A Revenue, Revenue Coaching Program, because I wanted to be able to work one-on-one with people to show you the direct, straight line to the goals that you've set for your business. We have a six-week program. We have a four-month program. Each are a little bit different. Each have a little bit of a different strategy to them. Uh, But what we're looking to do is we're looking to create your client acquisition model. We're looking to raise your prices. We're looking to create a lot more cash flow injection into your business, help you sell like a freaking champion. Okay, if these are things that you're interested in, then go over to 4acoaching.com and book your free momentum call with me, uh, where we will sit down and we will talk a little bit about your business. We'll learn a little bit about each other and we can develop a strategy uh, of how we're going to take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. If that sounds good, 4acoaching.com. Book your call there completely for free and we'll be talking to you on the phone in a little bit. See you soon, guys.